Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is the grimmest shit. I hate this. I hate this. I hate. I hate where it's at. I've just introduced. Wait, what Tim one did to, we even watch? I've just introduced Tim to edging everybody. What one did we watch? What was uh, we that? watched the one where we both got hard and pushed ourselves to the brink of orgasm, but then held off. It's f- fuck you, man. What's your problem? I hated that. You are in such a foul mood because of this film. I hated it so much. I'm just it was Emmanuel and the Sex Goddess. Or is that what it's called? Emmanuel and Abigail. The Tale of Two Women. Oh, come on, man. We've got to at least know the name. We've got to get the name. I think it came out in 2006, this movie. Pretty recent. Pretty recent. We've still got the same. 15 Eastern years European, ago. We've still got the same Eastern European woman portraying the titular Emmanuel. That movie's in high school right now. Coming to grips with sex and sexuality. Emmanuel Private Collection. Uh, Let's see here. Not The Art of Ecstasy. Couldn't find that one. GC Secret Desires. No. Sexual Spouse. What one was this? Because I think you found it. Yeah. So what one was it off this? You have a look on it. Don't you sigh at me, young man. Just trying to find out what flick we just watched. Sexual Goddess? I think you said, but I couldn't see it on the list. Sex talk. Oh, fuck. I don't know, man. I don't care. It was bad. I was trying to bring positivity and light to this. And now... I'm trying to bring information and context. Okay. Well, if you look in a Facebook message thread, you'll see it's uh, it's there in an X video link. Sex goddess. There you go. The, it's Emmanuel, the private collection, Sex Goddess is the one that we just watched. And I hate it and I hated watching it. And it went on even longer than normal, not just in feeling, but in actuality, because um, several reasons. I was finishing something off when Guy came around and then Guy locked his keys in his car. So then we had to call the automotive, what is it? 
automobile assistant AA. Yeah, AA is what we call it here in New Zealand. And a lovely man came along in his van, and I went out there for about 20, 25 minutes. I just stood impotently by uh, while he tried to hook the lock inside of my car out with the piece of sandpaper on the end of like some string. I guess you can't just leave him to it, eh? Because you got to be there for the moment when he actually cracks it. So shit. Well, just be like, just knock him into you know the box. We actually or something. had some laughs. Oh, that's good. And it was quite nice. And he kept saying it's just like a video game. And I thought, yeah, it's a little bit like a video game. It's sweet. How old was this dude? Do you reckon? Uh, he was a grown up. So a grown up. Anywhere between <laughs> twenty one and seventy five, I guess. Okay. If cool. you're over seventy five, I'm sorry, you're not a grown up anymore. You're elderly. The and woman- if you're under twenty one, you're a boy. All people under 21 are a boy. The woman who wrote this film... A woman wrote this film? Yeah. Shana Lumista Stern. She was born in 1969 in San Fran. Shout out. Uh, fuck, actually, she's just had her birthday. Oh, uh, wow. July 23rd. Happy birthday, Shana. Recently. I'm just trying to see what else she's done. She's um, credited on IMDb as an actress, writer, and producer. And the... Um, poster for Wreck has come up under her name. So I'm just seeing what her involvement was. I'll bet it's the adapted American version. Was Wreck a horror film? Yep. And it was like a... The OG one is fucking scary. I saw it at the cinema when it first came out. It scared the shit out of me. But it's all in Spanish because I think it was made in Mexico. God, it was good. Not that there's anything wrong with that. What are you talking about? I'm just saying things. You know what there was something wrong with, though? The- I want you to look at me in the eyes and talk to me, Tim. Yeah. I want you to talk to me about the experience. I want you to tell me the miscellany about the people who are responsible for the monstrosity we just watched. Five, I want to have six. a fucking conversation with you. I just want to find out what else she's done. Is that so bad? Something called National Lampoon's Funniest Movie. Oh, Funniest Film. It's a good idea for <laughs> a you, movie. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Of course I have. Everyone likes a funny movie. How was she responsible? Did she write it? Did she act in it? Oh, maybe that's not a thing. Oh, maybe that's a list. Sorry, that's a poll. It just it dropped to the S because it ran out of See, room. This is what I'm talking about. Ring, ring, real world calling. Uh, oh, can I ring you back? I'm just looking up someone's IMDb at the moment. I just, I, because this, I hated this movie. But I think um, probably Shana is getting, I don't know why I'm blaming solely the writer. There was another aspect that made me very um, ill in this movie, and that was the camera movement. Man. Buy a tripod, dudes. No, it was a conscious, artistic, and creative decision. Cinema, not verite, but sort of a, a technique that's since been popularized in a, it's, it's a, a, a common language in television. Uh, mockumentaries popularized it. When mockumentaries moved away from talking heads but used the same technique, it's a lot of sort of handheld pivots between people. Uh, it gives you the feeling of being on the ground, and I'm sorry to say that when you're on the ground, you're also feeling motion sickness. <laughs> yeah, because you're constantly whipping your head over to whoever's yeah. talking. Yeah, I get why they did it, though, because from a, I guess, filmmaking point of view in terms of the actual production, then you only have to shoot everything once. You don't have to keep, like, retaking you know, different Why do you shots. only have to shoot everything once? Because you're literally just whipping the camera over to whoever's talking rather than shooting the scene. And it's like, okay, we'll get this person's close up. Then we'll get the mid. Then we'll get this person's close up. It's like, no, we're just going to film it once. And the camera op will just fucking whip that right, thing around. We just take it how it comes out. I mean, that's what we just watched. So many of those conversations, it was a, a sort of a wide that they were just, 
whip this fucking thing around. And there were a lot of conversations. There were a lot of characters. There was a lot of... Was there a lot of sex? Yeah, there was a ton of sex in this movie. Did you like that, Tim? Nah. People watch these movies to jerk it. Yeah, I get that. I understand what Do you understand is. that? You'd think uh, out I of, would, because a, I do. A ranking of 10, 10 being, you know, orgasmic ecstasy and zero being... Um, Listen to me. Nothing. How, like... What- Erotica is about context, and I have such baggage with these films now of them being just an impedance to my day. We just shut... The, there's something about shutting the curtains. Today's a not bad day. It's been it's rainy. Been nice it's been cold recently. But we had to shut the curtains to the lounge to darken the room, both physically and metaphorically, to watch this low-resolution porn that Zero we found to on ten. a website. How easily do you imagine someone without the associated emotional baggage with the franchise in this particular film could achieve climax watching this? Um... Uh, Look, if you set your mind to it, you, it, the sky's the limit. You can jack it to nothing. So if you've got the aid of naked woman, then presumably it's all the easier. And this film's got a lot of naked women. We've turned the Ben McGugan corner. Um, so, But this one was more subdued than the one we watched. Yeah, there's the a end. lot of very bad uh, mime work around both cunnilingus and fellatio. A lot of heads canted on unusual angles meant to denote... Uh, oral there was a, sex. There was a real blowjob in here, though. Yeah. I mean, and there was also some very intense banana play. Oh, man. We're back on the food buzz. Yeah, they got a lot. I just hate this Emmanuel. The woman playing Emmanuel. Yeah. Well, let me rephrase that. I hate this portrayal of Emmanuel. I think how far we've come as a as a franchise. This movie did at least honor some of the older films where it was intercut with footage from a, an I, exotic feels like the wrong word, but we the way it's started, seen on, on camera. We started so strong. We started so strong. It was like an Emmanuel of yore in all the best ways. We had an international setting, by which I mean it wasn't America. It looked like it was. Um, it could have been Thailand or Malaysia or Bali or something in that region, and they were doing like a... Um, some sort of uh, festival. Yeah, it was a, a nighttime festival. There was a huge turnout pre, pre-COVID, obviously. Yeah. It was so dope, too, because we got a little bit of the lore, L-O-R-E, which was there are these gods, and one of them I've forgotten the name of, and and that one was I, – I sort of took it to mean that that god, whose name I've forgotten – represented the masculine and it was all about aggression and that God created uh, all of these horrible monsters that would come and fuck up humans at night time. And then there was the feminine goddess form, which was Abigail. And Abigail was the goddess of uh, human sexuality. And I think humans in general as well. And so the, the people had to go and fight these monstrous creatures at night and we lost a lot of good humans. At this point, Guy was on his fucking laptop blasting emails off. Yeah, I'm organizing something which is going to be fully sick. Upset me no end. Because what is even the point of this podcast if we don't sit down and watch the movies? I I told you I had to send these emails. (laughs) It doesn't answer the question that I just asked, but very well. And then um, things got steadily worse from there. Because the intro was hype. I was there for it. 
And then uh, suddenly we're just down to the Eastern European woman whose name I forget, but Guy looked it up and he's got a good memory. So I reckon he remembered. I don't Natasha? fucking know. Yeah, her name is Natasha. <laughs> I, see, I, I, I came in, I wanted to spread positivity. I wanted to talk about the franchise and where we are placed within it, how we're feeling. But now I feel I, I feel frustrated and cross. It's a complicated movie. They're confusing movies. There's no clarity. They're hard to jerk off to. It's hard to follow the plot. It's all fucking boring and grainy. The camera work's a nightmare. All of the actors suck absolute shit. Two women sucked off a banana at the same time until it was bruised and soft and more mushy than it already is. One of the least erotic fruits. We kept cutting to a woman who was being fucked by a python. Oh, yeah, it just went snake. on and on and on. And everyone who walked into the into the into any scene, Manuel would say Abigail, and they'd say no. And she'd say, I keep imagining someone called Abigail. Abigail was trapped inside of a camcorder it was a fucking disaster i hate this fucking movie and i'm back in a place that i haven't been for a long time with the podcast where i hate you tim <laughs> good man well that's good i think it's good for entertainment value bad for me bad for us but I'm i said to you that. in the middle of the movie i'm ready to hang out with you yeah socially yeah i need to see you outside of this because yeah. this is getting me down <laughs> what are we what are we doing here these uh, movies are impossible to follow. We we're not set, watching them on their terms. We're not jerking off to these movies. We set ourselves a challenge, and the challenge we shall meet, and we have met, like our forebears, Serebman Tillery, who promised, he promised to climb Mount Everest, climbed, and then he did it. I've climbed Mount Everest before. This is like this is like a mountaineer saying, I'm going to climb that mound of quicksand. And now I'm in the middle of the quicksand. And I think, why am I in quicksand? This isn't even what I'm wearing crampons for. So here's the plot. Emmanuel gets visited. I don't want to know about the plot. No, come on. I, I come on. Let's give it a bash. No, I'm not doing let's give it. it a bit. Let's give it a little bash. So we get introduced to this background lore I'm of the so gods. I'm so angry to try and rehash what happened in this movie. That's good. Use that. Use that anger. This is it's like Star Wars. It's like the I'm going to take. I'm going to take. I'm going to count to ten slowly, and I'm going to run my hand over my fingers while I do it to calm Self soothing thing. Mm -hmm. Do you? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to abandon? Do what the, you, no, no. Okay, you do I'm the, plot. Get into I don't the care. plot. So the first thing I remember happening after we were introduced to the gods and Abigail is Emmanuel is like. Um, poolside somewhere in Los Angeles and her friend comes to visit her and there's a bit of horsing around and her friend I think is studying at a university or college like film studies so she's got a camcorder with her she's got to make a from memory six minute short film for her assignment but um, during all this ass grabbing by the pool Emmanuel knocks the camera over and cracks the screen so then Emmanuel promises that she's going to fix it her friend doesn't seem too perturbed by this or even slightly put out, to be honest. And uh, what happens next? We've got a guy called Jay Steve. Steve. <laughs> Emmanuel becomes obsessed with a woman named Abigail who's the aforementioned goddess of human sexuality and all she wants to do is figure out who Abigail is and they don't even solve it by the end of the movie. She just fucks a bunch of people and says, are you Abigail? And they say no and then they have sex. Now, at the end of the movie, it's like everyone's Abigail. Guess what? Abigail lives in all of us. Abigail is your hard on. Abigail is your wide on. Abigail is your wet pussy. She's your puckered asshole. She's your salivating mouth dying for a banana and a cock at the same time. She's a fucking nightmare. 
What about the movie with the male god who smites everyone for watching this in the first fucking place? What about that movie? What about some of these monsters come out of the screen and eat us for even engaging with the idea that that's a worthwhile pursuit? Those monsters look so cool. How many views does that have on X video? Can you please check that information for me? Oh, you want me to look that up? Yeah, you can click on it behind you. It'll be be faster. I want to know how many people have done the same thing that we just did. And I want to dive into the comments. Are there comments on xvideo.com? If there are, what are people saying? I have to turn my head around, which is 215,119 views. Just one comment. Uh, it's in French, I think, or it maybe looks like Spanish. Spanish. Uh, Q risque. Oh, my, my oh, I That is a bad enough. ratio. How many Th- videos? Oh, hold up. Uh, gracias por uh, sub. I think that's thank you for the subtitles, maybe. Yeah, that's Thanks great. For the subs. That's great. One Spanish person couldn't f- figure it, a Spanish-speaking person couldn't figure out the plot, and but thankfully with the subtitles, they got their head around what was happening. And I, I'd love to have them on the podcast. 215,000 views in one comment is not great feedback. Yeah, admittedly. But who's leaving comments on porn sites, you know? All sorts of people. Name one. That person. Yeah. <laughs> Being grateful for the subs. Sims 108. Subs, no dubs. I want to know, Tim. There was a poet. That was an interesting. Oh, goddess of poetry as well? I think she was. Maybe. Yeah, I think Abigail was also the goddess of poetry. And there was a professor of poetry in the film who originally was with Emmanuel's friend, but then Emmanuel starts having sex with him. But this is at the same time that Emmanuel's got a relationship with a guy called. That's Steve, right? Yeah. The guy called Steve who's overseas, who I think is a fashion mogul. Uh, but then he comes back, and then Emmanuel thinks that she's found Abigail at, like, a nightclub, brings her home, and then Steve is home, and then Steve just has sex with her, and they barely have had a conversation. It's very odd. It's not odd. There are no rules in these movies. Previously, in the in the if I you know cast your mind back to the days of Yonder, Emmanuel was genuinely opening herself and those around her up to new sexual experiences and horizons. She was helping introduce the idea of uh, open-mindedness. There was a voyeuristic streak which ran through it, but everyone seemed to enjoy, so I'm okay with that. But now, like, what is Emmanuel's purpose? Emmanuel isn't actually helping anyone. She's confusing everyone around her. She's All lost- she's doing is entitled. She's entitled. Yeah. She's really stuck in her own head about one thing, and she just keeps drilling into people around her and fucking them to try and find it out. Like, she's not helping anyone. That's good, actually. That's good from you, because that, that's something that is annoying in this one, is that Emmanuel has lost... And, and it's this portrayal of Emmanuel. Maybe this is why I don't like this actress. She's lost her power. Because in this, she's just blindly pursuing this goal of finding Abigail. And it's, and an, she's, it's like an abstract, by the movie's terms, it's an abstract and poorly defined goal. She's and chasing so, a ghost. Yeah. Kind of literally. How are we meant to be interested or horny if we're watching a woman chase a ghost? Mm. Even if the ghost is sexy. Even if the ghost has got a penis oh, down yeah, there, to his ankles. There's also a flute player in this, which is kind of cool. Okay, so if we're going to talk Shining Lights, which we are, because this is one of the few positives I took from the movie. Yeah. I love the flute player. Guy came around to give Emmanuel a flute lesson. She's swimming in the pool. He's like, your front door was open. I came in. I hope you don't mind. She's naked. He helps lift her out of the pool. They sit down to play flute. He puts his arm around her to help teach her how to play the flute, which is not what you do. She plays it. She's awful. She says, you play. He's also awful, but it turns her on. They fuck. She films. 
comes at bingo, bango, bongo. Later on, he comes back. Long hair, ponytail, funny little beard. You want to hear the definition of a toxic relationship? I enjoy you way more when you are angry and agitated. I find it so much more entertaining. It's crazy. It's coming like from so much deeper within me than I realize. It's not fun or funny, Tim. It's like a genuinely negative feeling. And it's like it's it's it is toxic because it is an anger with you as well. <laughs> oh fuck! I genuinely think it's quite funny though. Well, happy to fucking help, brother. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, the flautist um, is in just one bit of the movie, but then everyone comes back at the end just before the credit. Oh no, fuck! You wish it was just before the end credits rolling by you. I mean me. But it's very Wizard of Oz, like you were there and you were there and you're Abigail and you're Abigail. They all are like, I am Abigail. I am Abigail. Yeah. I am Spartacus. Abigail lives Spartacus. in all of us. No, wait. Sex, no, I'm trying to think of a pun. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Penises? Sparta penis. How do we fix this? Let's take the constituent parts of this movie, which is Emmanuel. Yep. And the knowledge of a goddess called Abigail. That makes her come like she's never come before. Okay, that's pretty much that those are the two main ingredients. Yeah. So that's what we're making here. Wow. What's up? In the background. Oh God, I'm turning that off. Uh, on X video in the top right corner, there's what appears to be a person with two giant penises that simply must be masturbated oh, I simultaneously. You were looking at the other thing, which I don't even want to bring up on the pod. No, I wasn't looking at the other thing. It was a cartoon. Yeah. It's no good. Anyway, sorry. Okay, so constituent parts. Emmanuel, a goddess named Abigail, who is like represents or is the goddess of human sexuality. Those are basically that's all you need. Okay, we'll keep Stephen because he's a he's a love interest. He's Emmanuel's fixed love interest. They're doing long distance. Uh huh. She's got a friend who's got to make a short film. That is actually a pretty spicy list of ingredients for what could be quite an erotic film. Maybe she makes a a short, sexy film to send off to the partner who's abroad. Oh. And then, you know, they get turned on and then that that guy, Steve, maybe he goes, finds a a guy or a woman to make a video with and send it back. And we have this sort of love letters going back and forth across the country. And maybe right, Ron a- Howard, Abigail filmmaker. helps uh, imbue imbue these films with inspiration. Maybe Abigail, the goddess of, is it Abigail? Yeah, yeah, keep I'm going. Fucking losing keep my going, mind. Keep going. Uh, yeah, maybe she, maybe she's in it that that way. Maybe then all four of them meet up in fucking you know by Lake Michigan and they go for a swim and they Lake all Michigan. fuck in the ocean and then uh-huh. they they drown. Well, yeah, okay. And uh, it's all and it turns out that the beach they're on is a beach that makes you really old really fast. Everybody, guys, just seen Old by M Night Shyamalan, and uh, he loved it. I didn't love it. <laughs> that sucks because that's a movie you didn't have to watch. I know, but I do you know what? I knew how I was going to feel about it going in. Have you seen the rest of M Night's canon? No, I've only I only remember seeing I I've I've never seen the Sixth Sense in its entirety. It got spoiled for me on the playground, and then I've seen bits and bobs it's when it's watching. been on TV. It's still kind of horrifying. Went to Unbreakable at the cinema. Fantastic movie. Yes. Uh, and then haven't really seen any of his other ones. And then I was like, well, do you know what? I want to go to the cinema. I love going to the cinema. He did Split, right? Yeah, James in the elevator. McAvoy. Was that good? I really like James McAvoy, so I was on board. I watched an old James McAvoy movie the other day, Wanted, with Angelina Jolie. Oh, was it awesome? And Morgan Freeman. What the fuck? Is Are we cr- thinking of the same guy? Yeah. Xavier? I think Professor he's been, he's been in it. He's been Professor X and X-Men. 
Am I thinking of the wrong guy? Patrick Stewart, I think of as Professor yeah, X. Yeah, yeah, no, this is, yeah, he was as well, but young. And oh. some of the other ones. Yeah, when yeah they I, go no, back I in think time. we're thinking of the same guy. Yeah. Anyway, it was fine. <laughs> uh, and the, the movie was like, there's a, there's a good movie trapped inside of the movie that M. Night made. That seems to be his career. Mm. Not all of them, but a lot of them. The Village, on the other hand, was awful. It was so stupid. Yeah. The village was a crazy thing to watch. He's so, in this one, he, there's no twist. So in this one, the twi- he gives you the twist up front. You oh, know, that's That was cool. his whole thing as he was twisting. In this one, it's like, hey, you know, it's in the marketing materials. The beach makes you old. Yes, yeah, wait. He knows that social media won't facilitate a classic M. Night Shyamalan format anymore. So we've got uh, friends, sex tapes. Yeah. yeah, this is good. So you would take out the whole uh, Abigail pursuit. Yeah, I take the out the very boring bit where Emmanuel keeps asking strangers who Abigail is. She just seems dumb, which is challenging because it's like you want to be following a smart, powerful person if you are, you know, sexually fawning over them. If we're sort of pining for this character on the screen, we want them to be fully realized, an agent of their own destiny. But instead, we've got this woman who can't really act with an Eastern European accent, which this is definitely my own baggage and hangups, but considering the context of when these films were made and where they are set, it just reads to me like it's this woman who's kind of trapped in America and Mm. and she's stupid and Mm. she's like unable to sort of figure her way out and throw it. it. Everything in this franchise is currently so unclear. It's just like it's impossible to watch it without getting frustrated, and the, and the fact that these are American movies, like, I, I mean, I, I I've got the same baggage as you now, and it's definitely it's not fair to the actor who's playing Emmanuel, but it's just like it it adds to the the lack of clarity that there's no explanation for for, and not that there needs to be for where she's from or why she's from there, but it just it, it it's like. I don't know. Now I feel like I'm going to um, cancel myself. Settle down, mate. You're all right. I'm not all right. Calm your boots. Call your boots. Fuck, Calm it's your not boots. even a fucking saying. Calm your horses. <laughs> uh, what's What really has got me miffed as well is I thought we'd gotten away from her because there was, um, as I say, there's generally this thing where they make Emmanuel's in blocks of six or seven. And I think they'd done the whole run of Private Collection because I thought they all came out in 04 and I thought there were six or seven of those. But Natasha's still with us. Are we going to get another Emmanuel before the end of our our journey? 15 years is a long time, which is how long ago this film was made. Yeah. We will get another Emmanuel. I don't know if they're still making these. Snake or banana, films. one, two, three. Snake. Oh, you didn't say anything. What a stitch up. No, it's a game that we do to each other. We don't answer it simultaneously. Oh, I see. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, Camcorder binoculars, one, two, three. Binoculars. Yeah, nice. Uh, um, Abigail is a vision that comes to Emmanuel in a camcorder, but also in binoculars. You know, what, what I'm, what, what, why, why, why I'm so cross is we, ne- we need another, um, we need a, we need a guests. We need more people in the mix. No, I listen, can't do this. I can't this do this. Okay. I can't do Tim, I can't, I, Tim, I can't do this. Let me share this with you. I don't want you to. Okay. In my list that I made a while ago of all the Emmanuels, so we've got 2006 is when a bunch of these private collections came out, and then it stops for a while. And then it picks back up in 2011. Uh, there's one called Emmanuel Through Time. Oh, that's the series. Okay, we've got time travel to look forward to, baby. I'm going to see if we've still got Natasha. This movie this- franchise peaked in space. It did. It they, did. Were, they were fun. They were funny. The acting was good. The plots were clear. Yeah. We were having a laugh. We were having a lark. Yep. We were. Um, we didn't get boners, but we had twitchy cocks. Right? <laughs> We've got another Emmanuel coming. Allie Hayes. Allie Hayes. Whoa, she's our age. Ah. Uh. Born in 1987 on May the 10th, which I believe makes her a cancer, unless I'm mistaken. I don't uh, know about watching. Okay, she's on Twitter. Switching to the app. I don't. I don't. You didn't even ask me what my shining light was. I don't want to know. It probably would have been the flute as well, to be honest. There was a shot from the festival. They kept intercutting the big night festival, and there was a green dragon, and there was a person in its mouth. Oh yeah, that was so cool. It yeah. was fucking great, man. It was pretty cool. It was really cool. It made us want to go traveling again. We were pining for traveling. Um, Ellie Hayes. Oh, I spelled your name wrong. <sighs> I feel like I've calmed down. That's good. I mean, I don't think the movie did this to you. I think I did to an extent. You worked together. Which I'm into. I can't tell which one's here. Um... Anyway, I'm just excited that we've got someone else to look forward to. Can I come in, please? Speaking of other people to look forward to. Uh, Yes. Hello, Boner Inspector. I thought I'd upset you or something from last time. Uh, Yeah, we actually are on a bit of a moratorium, so I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Sorry. But you, you let me in. I'll see you next week. You let me in. To let you know that. We're just going to take a breather for a bit. Could have been an email. Guy and I have made our decision. It's Sorry you came all this way. My head, man. See you, man. Guy, you really want this? 
It's not. It's listen. This is a decision we've both made. So I'll see you next time. I am sorry, but Tim's made his mind up, and it's sad because we need you now more than ever. Bye, Boner Inspector. Don't let the door hit you on your way out. Ah, oh, fuck. So, uh, soundtrack for this movie, guy. Wasn't the best, wasn't the worst, but it did have a bit at the end when we were rounding the corner to the very last bit where we got into this cool kind of, uh, it was like the bass section of an electric piano, and I thought that was pretty cool. Might have been in my shining light, actually. Funky little tune. Reminded me of Gran Turismo menu music. The car racing game. Yeah. You like PlayStation's that most realistic racing simulator. No, I never really fucked with Gran Turismo in a good way. I had the I had Gran Turismo too, but I found it like, you know, games should take real life and they make it more fun. But if it's just a naked pursuit of emulating real life as much as you can, I don't think that's great. Rufus is going nuts out there. That's okay. I left three live rats out there. Did you? Yeah. Well, he's a ratter because he's a terrier, so he'll have really he'll fuck him up. What yeah. do terriers used to do? They'd kill rats. Should I let Rufus in? Nah, he's out. He's out there. I can hear him through the window. He's outside. He's having what a great I time him down there. Oh fucking no! Nah, I think we're hearing him through there. Um, it doesn't matter, mate. He's fine. He's a dog. Dogs. Well, I think do. a lot of video games now, like, isn't aren't, aren't they all about simulating real life aren't people building alternative lives to their reality on video games and sort of enjoying themselves in there now but you want like something t- dialed up you want it a bit cartoony because that's what makes it fun is that Animal Crossing well yeah I, is, yeah. I mean that's I, taking it to quite an extreme my understanding it's, of it, it's and, more like this guy is what I would say and and maybe I'm alone in this because Gran Turismo was a very is is was a very successful game franchise people love cars people love cars and people do like real life simulators flight sim, Microsoft flight simulator do you know who loves cars the most who the people in the Fast and the Furious franchise yeah you're totally right about that so it would be like Gran Turismo versus um uh, what the fuck are they called? What are those racing games called? Mario Kart. No, nah, well, yeah, but no. They're kind of realistic, but it's you can like skid real good and... <sighs> fuck you, dude. Sega Mega Rally. Jesus Christ, just syllables. Just syllables at this point. Those are all, those are all words. <laughs> Sega is a word. Sega, kind of, okay, well, if we're going real old school, yeah, like Daytona. Yeah. You know, like it's... it's it's bigger. It's accentuated. Certain things are accentuated. Cross at me because you can't remember something. That is what's happening. Yeah. Should we, should we swear at each other? What the fuck were those games called? Should we swear at each other? What? You can swear at me. Go for it. Fuck you. All right. Okay. You want to swear at me? Nope. No, I don't. You don't want to swear at me? Okay. Wipeout, I guess, is an example. I love Wipeout. It's a snowboarding game. No, no, no. The um, anti-gravity racer because it had weapons. That was cool. What's going on with these dogs, man? Okay, dude, where does this where does this movie like rank in all of the movies that we've seen? All the Emmanuels near the bottom, probably not at the bottom. I'd have to go back to find out what I hate more, but um, it's difficult in the moment. Like tomorrow, I might have a different judgment, but in the moment, it's difficult to judge it independent of the way it's made me feel. 
I mean, you can watch a movie and it can be a challenging watch, but you can still objectively know it's a good movie. You could say, yeah, it's a good movie. It was a tough watch, but it's a good movie. American History X. I've never seen it actually, but that's what I hear. was a bad watch and or because it's a bad movie. Mm -hmm. I was in a pretty good mood when I came over here. I brought us an almond croissant to share. It was real good. I'd um I'd had a lovely coffee. I'd uh, read some of my book. I'd listened to a podcast. I'd done some work this morning. I was having a really nice day. I was in a what position. What book are you reading? I'm actually. It's kind of embarrassing. Well, it's not embarrassing, but I'm reading a book by Stephen King called Stephen King on Writing. And oh, it's sort cool. Of the first like third of it is sort of like a memoir where he just talks about his experiences and like how he built his relationship to writing, and then he starts talking about uh, his tools. The tools that you will, you as a writer will develop. That rocks. Yeah, it was the memoir part was especially interesting. I haven't actually read any of his books. Zoe was a avid Stephen King reader. Really, and as a teen, yeah. What a legend! What were you reading as a teen? Online articles about how to construct bombs. Seriously, out of fireworks. I don't know. Uh, books wise, don't know. Don't know actually. I don't think I was. Into books. I don't think I was a big reader mm. of books. Now? Nah. I'm reading something called Different Minds. I think that's what it's called at the moment. And? It's fucking cool, man. What can you tell me about our minds? I can tell you that octopuses are wild creatures. Yeah. And have like independently evolved intelligence that is in some ways similar to ours, but we're a bit confused by it because it happened completely independently of our yeah. branch of evolution. Yeah. And no other creatures sort of exhibited the same type of There's a big thing about that in the uh, culinary world. Yeah. Would you eat an octopus now? Uh, I don't think I would, eh? Would you prior to reading the book? Yeah. Yeah. They're too smart. Would you eat a banana after seeing this Emmanuel? Only after I'd... Forgotten about it? No. Only after, after you'd I'd fucked it. Fondled it, yeah. Oh, okay. Yuck. I'd love to... Um, I mean, I just don't know why they're using banana as a sexy food. It's too soft. A banana has been a standard bearer of a penis food. As a gag. That's gag For The gag came from somewhere. Because it, like, if you put it down your trousers, you can make it look like a penis. It's a gag. I don't think it's pure gag. It's a gag. A banana is too soft to fuck. End of sentence. I don't think anyone... It's like the snake, right? They keep coming back to the iconography of the snake. It's I the said, same, do you think snakes are sexy? And you said yes. Yeah, it, 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 for the same reason. It's not like literal. I don't think people are fucking the snake. No one's fucking a banana in real... Well, someone is. But the majority of the kind of allure, the um, evocative, erotic feeling of it is just an association to male genitals. It's like, oh, a snake, a penis. I, I get it. Oh, I've, a banana, a penis. I get it. It's there. I've no issue the with snake, this. The snake's role in the Bible, in the Christian Bible. It's like this evil fucking thing. It's like, yo, I'm evil and I live in a tree. I've got no problem with the snake. Put a snake in me. I could give two hoots. But unless you're putting in a banana, a banana in me to, to, to eat... I don't want to know about it. Do you remember that news story that took New Zealand by storm? Maybe close to 10 years ago now when a guy put an eel up his ass? Yeah. And then the hospital for some reason like leaked that information to the media? Yeah, because it's fucking awesome. 
By the way, I do realise now as I talk that on this podcast in the first season, I had talked about a game called Suck My Banana, about where we would, we would fillet bananas. And I just want to say that was more... You did it. You did it in one episode and you went so far back that a, a bit of blood was yep. on the banana when it came back yep. out. Yep, I'm not I proud. I think this is actually you tapping into your own kind of... I'm not proud of that. Neuroses. But I just want to say that that game is... It's it's sort of it's sexual research, but it's not a sexual game. The banana is not sexy. It's a stand-in. Bananas aren't sexy. They're not for sex. That's for the listener to decide. I, if anyone finds bananas sexy, fucking let me know about it. A banana is not a sexy food. What is? What's hot? What's hot right now? What food is hot right now? What gets you hot and bothered? I'm thinking mangoes. Yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm kinky. Maybe I'm yucking everyone's banana yum. <laughs> maybe I'm just not into food play. I mean, a cucumber's phallic in a sort of meaningful and firm way. Yeah, you could you you, you could, could go fuck to town. a cucumber. You go to town on a like peel on a not peeled banana, a, a banana, just a banana without the peel off, with the peel on, <laughs> without the peel off. I <laughs> uh, even then, it's it's not. It does but you're not, right. A cucumber is probably a bit easier. But we're not going for like. Lit- stop thinking so literally. What's just like? What's a sexy? Kind of a, I don't know why a mango's sexy. I don't know, like, in what way you would you would want to use it for a sex act, if at all. I just know that it's sexy. It's mango, baby. You know, it's got a whole vibe to it. It's summery. It's at the beach. It's got a bikini on. Fruit, yeah, it's fruit, fucking mango, like, man. I mean, maybe it. <laughs> Chopped up kiwi fruit. Chopped up kiwi fruit. What do you mean chopped up? I don't want a whole kiwi fruit with the skin on. Okay, I want it in like you know slices, like S- you put on top of a pavlova. Oh, okay, sliced kiwi. Yeah. That's, that's what's getting well, you going. Well, it's kind of sexy. I feel like it's fruit. I feel like a, a lot of fruit is fruit is the sexiest thing. Okay. So I see why people are reaching for a banana from the fruit hamper, but put it back, pick up a kiwi. What about cherries? Everyone goes wild for cherries. Cherries are sexy but dangerous. The pip is dangerous. Yeah, that's true. The, you could choke on a cherry. And many have. Um, okay. Top, sexiest top, meat? The sexiest meat. Probably a fish. <laughs> Real curveball there. Top 10 sexy fruits. I wasn't expecting fish. Strawberries, blueberries, kiwi, mango, um, <laughs> raspberries. Uh, I've gone for 10, which is too many. Watermelon. Um, you could put some orange segments in there. That'd be okay. No. Too sticky? It's just not sexy. Oranges aren't sexy? No, 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 no. Uh, Love an orange, not sexy. Really? Yeah. Keep going. Uh, pineapple. You've, you've forgotten the key one. I've forgotten the key yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. See if you can do number nine <laughs> and I'll tell you what 10 is. <laughs> Honestly, you'll be like, of course. Apple. Yep. And? What's number 10? Banana. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck, I believed in you. <laughs> He's done, folks. Guy's fucking mac and rowing this podcast right now. Just throw his hat down with such force. Chill out, man. It's going to be fine. We're almost done. Oh, someone's at the door. Hello? I hope I'm not interrupting anything. Oh, you're here at the perfect time, George Lazenby, because Guy wants to tell you all about his problems, and I know that you are the world's greatest listener. George, I'm in too deep. 
you were the honey trap that got me into this situation and now I'm about fucking, you know, 10 iterations of Emmanuel down the line and I am genuinely borderline catatonic with rage. <laughs> oh, dear. I told them they shouldn't get rid of me. Watching me reminisce about my sex and sexuality on a plane is the closest this franchise got to perfection. Do you have any ideas for where you might like it to go? I've got a pitch. Tim's got a pitch. Yeah. So, George, you know how the films in this franchise have um, often had a scene or two or, you know, a few shots, a few moments of mm, food play? Yeah. Oh. Yes. All food play. The One whole thing. 90 minutes. What kind of food? Raspberries? Yeah. Apples? All, sliced kiwi? All fruit? <laughs> Yeah. No one's going to fuck a fish. <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't on the menu. Guy actually had some thoughts on fish being the sexiest yeah, I, meat. I, I, don't, I don't know where it came from. I'm in a bad place. <laughs> I'm not against it. Uh, the thing is with fish is that it only needs to heat up a little bit and it'll make you real crook. Okay. And I'm going to take what you said and I'm going to run with it. Yeah. Degustation porn. Seven courses. Okay. All very small. Right. Okay. Different kinds of things? Yes. What is the first step of a degustation meal? Usually a chopped up banana. <laughs> oh, oh, core blimey. <laughs> what are you going to do with the chopped up banana, George? <laughs> but I'm going to put it in my urethra. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. What's next, George? What's the next course? Whole banana. <laughs> What are you doing with that whole banana? Wait, hold on. Peel or unpeeled? Unpeeled. And where's that going? What's happening to it? Down my urethra to push the chopped up <laughs> banana further into my body. Roger that. What is the third course of the degustation menu? Mashed banana. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> What's going on with the mashed banana, George? Down the urethra. <laughs> Number four. Four generally in a degustation menu, I think, would kind of be your main, right? Grilled banana. A grilled banana, so it's sort of caramelised on top. Yeah. And what's happening? Well, it's scalding hot for a start. Yeah. You've got to know that. Okay. <laughs> it's really hot and it's... Going that? down my urethra. Very cool. And then um, what course are we up to? Five? Frozen banana. Ah. Cool down the burns. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let me go out on a limb here. Urethra? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And, and around it. Any effect? Around, in and around the urethra. Now, uh, I've only, I think, had like one deg proper degustation menu meal like ever, really. Um, I'm trying to think back to, oh, no, there was actually 10 courses in that one. It was fucking, wow. Yeah, it was Where'd you go for that? It was in Japan. Oh, It was a God. Michelin-starred um, seafood oh, restaurant. Oh, my God. I cannot describe to you how ill I felt. I got to about. Too full. Yes. Of like the richest uncooked seafood. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. I got Any to... banana? No banana was present, George. I'm so sorry. What'd you report. do with the seafood? I ate it, man. I ate it. Up your... No, I ate it through my mouth. I masticated it and I swallowed. That's all. Your face mouth. Yes, George. Normal mouth. you know they call the urethra the mouth of the penis. No, that's only a... That's what you call it. It's a you thing. Felt Australian fucking dog. Uh, I'm trying to help out here. Yeah, you are, and you're doing a great job. I shouldn't be so dismissive. Um, so around five, I think we're up to. Ne- oh wait, no, six, five, six, six. Six, I think. Yeah, six is generally. So this is like the main dessert from mm. memory. This is about when this comes. Banana smoothie. A banana smoothie is going to go down my penis. Okay, <laughs> my penis mouth. Okay, <laughs> and then what? so. Fuck me. Seven. Uh, this is uh, like traditionally in a degustation menu, I think. It's very light. Unripe, firm, full banana, up the anus, pushing all of the other banana back out of my penis mouth. Thanks for joining us in the worst idea Honestly, of all time. Honestly, a pleasure. <laughs> uh, I was talking to whoever may still be tuned in, if anyone at all. Uh, usually this would be a part of the show right at the end where we solicit for your financial support. I cannot in good conscience even reference where you would do that after what has just transpired. I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize on behalf of both myself, Guy Montgomery, and I guess... Don't apologize for me! The ethereal form of George Lazenby. Thank God we didn't entertain... Stop um, listening. The boner inspector for too long, because who knows how that would have gone as well. He seemed pretty upset. We'll catch you on the next episode. Oh. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>